Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. Welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here, host of the show, and welcome to the brand new start of a brand new week. Today being Monday, the 14th of November, 2022. And wherever you happen to be in the world, trust you've had a phenomenal weekend, had some time to rest, recuperate, reflect, and getting ready to reload, and hopefully making this week a week where you make every single post a winner. And if you can't get the results this week, at least you are going to be making progress towards achieving those results that over time become sustainable, predictable, but also replicable. And as we begin the brand new week, no show would be complete without a quick reminder to do a couple of things. Number one, please, if you haven't yet subscribed to the show, can you please do yourself and your team a favor by subscribing to the show or pressing follow if you're on the Apple platform. But also if you've got uh, some people within your sphere of influence who you feel could benefit from listening to some Australian dude talking about sales and sales leadership, uh, then by, by all means, please share the show with them. And of course, if you can do me another favor, and that is rate the show as well, whether it be one, two, three, four, or hopefully five stars, that will make it a lot easier for others who are looking for information around sales and sales leadership to more readily find the show on the various different podcasting platforms. So if you can do that, that would be tremendous. So as we begin the brand new week, wanted to talk about trust. And the question in today's episode is, does your team trust you. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I'm an avid fan of a gentleman by the name of Mr. John Maxwell. John is a person who has probably written more about leadership than any other person on the planet, living or not. And uh, he's got a lot of great wisdom that he shares across multiple different topics as it relates to leadership. But one of the best terms I've, uh, I think I've ever heard him talk about is the fact that leadership is influence and influence is leadership. Now, this applies obviously to leaders and sales leaders, but also when you think about it, a lot of leaders actually are leaders in their industry, but not necessarily having direct reports, and they have to rely on influence in order to get their message across. And I think that it really, really points to the core of what we're talking about today around trust, and that is we have to have a high level of trust in order for us to be able to influence anybody, particularly teams, particularly stakeholders, and certainly customers when it comes to getting results that we need to get for our organization. So if we think about that, leadership is influence and influence is leadership. And specifically as sales leaders, we've got to continue to positively influence our team in order to drive exceptional standards. And so as to drive the results that become sustainable, predictable, and replicable over time. And this influence, of course, presupposes that our team trusts us. So the question I want to ask in today's episode, I want you to really think about this for yourself, is does your team trust you? Now, if you have an answer to that question, which is an unequivocal yes, then the follow-up question, which is probably an obvious one that many people don't necessarily think about, is how do you know? What is the evidence to support the fact that your team trusts you? And here's the thing. Many leaders fall into the trap of leading their team from a positional perspective rather than earning the right to lead their team and in the process build trust. And I've seen it happen time and time again. Leaders get into a position and often they're promoted because they've been a fantastic individual contributor. They don't necessarily have the support in order to make a successful transition from being that individual contributor into being a leader. And some of the responsibility that comes with that 
is not necessarily front of mind. So what do they do? They rely upon the fact that they are now a manager. They are now, quote unquote, a leader. And often you'll find them leading from that positional power. And it's the first level of leadership in John Maxwell's five levels of leadership, and that is positional power, where the person relies on their position in order to install influence or create influence over their people. And the way that influence is actually created is pretty much do as I say because I am the boss. And that is not, by the way, the way that we build trust. So there's got to be some things that we need to think about in order to build that level of trust to the point where individuals want to make a contribution and they want to increase their level of discretionary effort. And often when I'm talking to sales leaders, many of them haven't had that uh, that that support in order to make that successful transition. So many of them are none the wiser. So what do they do? They default back to, I'm just the manager, I'll get people to do what I do as I say because I'm the boss. And it doesn't necessarily work. And they're neglecting the three important questions that our sales team and any team for that matter are always asking about their leader. And I've talked about this a lot on the podcast and it does bear repeating yet again because it is so, so important. And many leaders don't necessarily have this in the forefront of their mind and they don't uh, behave in ways that actually provide answers to these three fundamental questions which our team are asking of us every single day. First question is, they're asking is, does my leader care about me as a person? And when I say care, care about me as a genuine person, uh, as a human being. Do they show an interest in me? Do they show an interest in uh, what, what makes me tick? Do they show an interest in some of the things that I really enjoy doing at work, but also outside of work? Do they have a full perspective of me? So they, do they genuinely care? The second question is, can my leader help me? Now, this is an interesting one because it's not about helping insofar as becoming Uh, I guess, the solution for every single problem that the person comes up with. But can they help me in terms of maybe removing obstacles? Can they help me in terms of coaching me, in mentoring me, in connecting with with people who will help me increase my level of knowledge, my experience, etc., etc.? Can they actually help me drive towards becoming a better version of me in the context of this particular role and this particular organization? And the third question is, can my leader be trusted? Are they going to do the things they say they're going to do? Now, exceptional leaders understand that their actions are constantly providing answers to these questions, and hence, they are intentional with creating an environment where they can be trusted, and they do this every single day. They know that trust doesn't automatically come with a position of leadership. They know that they must build credibility and they must earn the right to be leading their team and therefore earn the right to be trusted by their team, and they never, ever take this for granted. Now, this is the difference between exceptional leaders and every other leader on the planet in that the the exceptional leaders do not take their position for granted and they know that just because they're in that position of let's just say authority it doesn't give them the authority to be the command and control type leader they've got to still influence their team to do the right things based on the standards of excellence that have been set the values that have been set uh, the ground rules that have been set for the organization and above all else the leader has to be consistent with the application of all of those things And through that process, they'll develop a high probability of being trusted by their team. And not just trusted conditionally, trusted unconditionally. So how do they do it? Well, they tap into three core pillars of trust, which comes from and originate from the trust equation. It was created by David Meister many, many years ago. Now, there is a profile that goes with this where you can actually determine what your trust quotient is based on answering a number of different questions. I won't have time to go through that today. Maybe on a separate podcast, I might record some information around that. But what I do want to do is share with you again, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you may have heard this before, but it does bear repeating again because it is such a fundamental element 
to our ability to be effective as sales leaders, and particularly if we want to move towards becoming an exceptional sales leader. So the three core pillars of trust are essential for every single exceptional sales leader. Okay, so pillar number one. Pillar number one is credibility. Exceptional sales leaders continually build credibility in everything they do. Now, when we think about the term credibility, many people have different perspectives and different ideas as to how credibility can be built. And there's multiple different ways that you can look at this. And what I like to think about is from a credibility point of view, it can come from experience. So it may well be you've got the track record in the particular position or you've got the experience within your particular role for a period of time that has given you a level of credibility because you've been able to generate knowledge. You've been able to also generate consistency with that knowledge. But more importantly, the application of that knowledge can lead to credibility. It might also be you've got a high level of skill set or your high level of conscious competence that over time has developed you into becoming a very good technician. Or in fact, you may have been applying your trade and have been applying your trade for many, many years to the point where you've developed a level of mastery and you are considered to be the expert in your particular niche. Now that can give a high level of credibility. Now the key thing is we've got to maintain that level of credibility with also a level of integrity. The other thing that credibility can come from as well is a level of tenure. Now often I speak to leaders where they've been brought up in an organization and they're now leading a team that once upon a time they used to be an individual contributor within that team. It doesn't have to be their only team, but they've been in a role that people in their team right now are performing today. Now, from the perspective of the team, people are looking at you knowing that you've been in the role that they are right now. That can give you a level of credibility because people who are doing that particular role can appreciate some of the challenges that they're experiencing, but also can appreciate the fact that you will empathize with them because you've actually done that role yourself. So that also can lend itself to a level of credibility. The one thing we've got to remember though is it's done with integrity and it's done consistently because consistency in particular is one of those things that can very quickly build credibility because there's a level of belief and the level of trust that's starting to be formed in the eyes of your people. Exceptional leaders, therefore, are credible. That's the first pillar. Second pillar is the exceptional sales leaders are non-negotiable when it comes to being reliable. Now, reliability is an interesting thing. In fact, I had an experience this morning. Uh, there was a there was a person I was supposed to have a conversation with uh, this morning that uh, we had checked in and we'd had verified the time verified the numbers, uh, everything was ready to go, and I waited 45 minutes and still nothing. So the level of reliability that that person has in my eyes has actually gone down significantly, which by the way is the third time that we've actually tried to establish a quorum or trying to establish a call. So the level of reliability that that person has in my eyes is significantly reduced, which means their ability to influence me has now gone very, very low. So liability, we cannot take for granted and we must as leaders always be conscious of when we say we're going to do something, when we say we're going to commit to something, then we commit to that regardless. Now, that that is something that is quite easy to say, not always as easy to do because there are a lot of things that happen and sometimes happen things happen that we least expect that we have no control over. But what we do have control over, of course, is how we choose to respond and what sort of conversation and what sort of communication we have with those people who potentially are going to be impacted. So reliability is the second core 
pillar. And it's as simple as this. Do you do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it? And that's what exceptional leaders do. When they say they'll do something, they will do it. And they'll do it to an exceptional standard. No ifs, no buts, no maybes. And this does not just relate to the big rocks. This applies to absolutely everything they do. They are relentless in their pursuit of excellence. And this applies to absolutely everything. So exceptional leaders are reliable. So how reliable are you? Do you do the things that you say you're going to do? Or is there sometimes when that doesn't necessarily happen? And if that is the case, be really, really conscious of the impact that that might create for your team, but also the impression you are creating for your team as well. Because you've got to remember that your team are watching your every single move and they're listening for everything you're saying, listening to what you're not saying and watching also what you are not doing. So that all points to a level of reliability. And the third pillar is uh, exceptional sales leaders build genuine relationships with their team and their key stakeholders. In other words, they build intimacy. Now, intimacy is an interesting word. And when I share that with teams, often I'll get a bit of a chuckle and maybe some jokes thrown out left, right, and center. But the thing we need to understand is when it comes to intimacy, intimacy is actually all about building genuine, deep, and caring relationships, showing that you actually do care. It's about serving your people and constantly searching for opportunities where you can actually do that because you genuinely care about the people, not just as as pawns in your game, not just, just as subordinates or just as resources or just as direct reports. You genuinely care about them as people and you want them desperately to succeed because exceptional leaders will do that all the time. And just think about the people that are near and dearest to you. How do those people make you feel when they are around you? Do they make it all about you or do they make it all about them? What I can tell you is exceptional sales leaders always make it about the other person. They actually make you feel absolutely wanted and generally valued and cared for when you are in their presence. And they do that very, very specifically, but they also do that with a level of integrity and they do that with a level of sincerity. This is not faking it until you make it. This is about building genuine and caring relationships with the people because when you do that, amazing things are gonna happen because you'll find your team start to increase their level of discretionary effort. They'll be going above and beyond the call and the results will literally take care of themselves all because you've created an environment where they feel very, very valued and they very feel very, very cared for. So great leaders, exceptional sales leaders will always focus on building intimacy within their team. Now, they're the three core pillars. Now, if you've got those three core pillars in place, then the answer to the question, does your team trust you, should be an unequivocal yes. But also we need to be aware of the one thing that can undermine trust quicker than anything else. And exceptional leaders are fully aware of this, and that is a concept known as self-interest. Now, this is the one trait that can undermine trust quicker than anything else. And this is where you've got a sales leader or a, or a, or a people leader thinking about what is the impact on themselves, what is the benefit they might get out of a particular decision or a course of action, that at the moment they start thinking about what's in it for them, that is when the level of trust can start to be diminished in the eyes of their team. Now, this could also be as simple as a thought. Now, thoughts have funny, funny ways of finding themselves out into the real world. So as leaders, we need to be consciously focusing on the fact that, you know what, why am I here? What am I here to do? What's my core focus? What's my core value set? Am I continuing to tap into and keep focused on those three core pillars of trust? And am I constantly checking in just to ask myself the question, is anything I'm doing right now, is that thinking about what's in it for me? This is what great leaders do. They are always committed to, to constantly adhering to the principle that leadership is not about them, 
never has been about them and never will be about them. It is all about their people. And this is what great servant leaders do. They do not make it about themselves and they know that if they pour everything into their team, if they build credibility, build reliability and build intimacy to the point where their team are trusted, then the results will take care of themselves and through the process, the leader will always get looked after and always get taken care of. So as we begin the brand new week, perfect time to check in and ask that question. Does your team trust you? It is also the perfect opportunity to check in with yourself as to how you are demonstrating and living the three core pillars. You may be ticking all the boxes, which is fantastic. And there may also be some areas where you can double down and take your leadership to an entirely new level because there might be some things that you're starting to see in terms of gaps. Either way, This will enable you to further enhance your leadership credentials, which will play out in the results that the team delivers. So the key message today is, does your team trust you? And as you progress through the week, what a perfect opportunity. Just remind yourself and just ask yourself the question around credibility, reliability, and intimacy. Am I ticking all the boxes? So uh, here's to a great week. And of course, as a reminder, if you are committed to taking your leadership to that exceptional level and you'd like some assistance, whether it be an accountability buddy, helping uh, helping you with structure, with strategy, etc. Love the opportunity of working with you one-on-one over the next three months to help you take that leadership to the exceptional level in the process, helping your team do exactly the same thing. Two ways to do that. Firstly, go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com. Pick a time that suits. We'll jump on Zoom, have a conversation about where you're at. What does leadership look like right now for you? Uh, what does exceptional sales leadership look like for you over the next 90 plus days and we can map out a plan and start executing that plan as soon as this week and of course if you don't want to go through that process simply send me a text message at 0412 just put in the subject line leadership or coaching more than happy to have a conversation over text over phone or in fact we might actually convert that into zoom and have that conversation but that's the quickest way to get access to me and of course if you're outside of australia just remember to remove the first zero but add plus six one then it's four one two double three triple five four so very much look forward to that conversation have a phenomenal week and look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the exceptional sales letter podcast all the best Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.